Ideas matter. Ideas matter. This is Dialogue. Hello and welcome to Dialogue. Established in 2001, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization is tasked with a special focus on regional security, stability, and development, and thus is instrumental for the security and defense exchanges featured in the Beijing Xiangshan Forum. How has the SCO contributed to the regional security over the past 20 plus years? Why is organization so attractive to countries? How should the SCO and regional countries engage Afghanistan? To help us answer these questions and more, I'm joined by Vladimir Norov, former Minister of Foreign Affairs of Uzbekistan and former SCO Secretary General. Welcome to Dialogue,、uh, Mr. Norov.、Uh, you know, it's been. More than 20 years of、uh, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, and you were the Secretary General of the organization.、Uh, for、uh, tell us, you know, how do you look at the past 20 plus years of the development of the organization? <coughs> Thank you. Thank you for question. Really, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization established in 2001 when Uzbekistan、uh, joined it. To、uh, five countries: China, Russia, and three Central Asian countries: Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, and Tajikistan. Had the agreement about、uh, trust on border, and、uh, this、uh, was very、uh, uh, situation when in Afghanistan civil war were very active, and many terrorist organization had headquarters on territory of Afghanistan, and drug production was very actively trans were.、Uh, Rise it, and many terrorist acts was organized in Uzbekistan, in territory of our neighboring countries as Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan. That's why this organization from beginning was focused on peace and stability in Central Asia,、mm -hmm. because Central Asia is the core of this organization.、Mm -hmm. In 2004, by initiative of our leaders, in Tashkent was established a regional anti-terroristic structure of ACO and. This、uh, platform played important role for law enforcement and the security services to join efforts for sharing information about terroristic organization, about、uh, the, the leaders of these members of this terrorist organization, and this structure. For example, when joined to ACO India and Pakistan, there was some rumor that ACO、uh, will be more weak because. Some problems between two countries will negatively impact on eff efficiency of this organization. But in contrary, in framework of、uh, regional anti-terroristic structure, representative from two these countries, and、uh, they played important role for strengthening peace and security and、uh, joining efforts for fighting against these、uh, three evils. Like so, you're talking、yeah. about Pakistan and India. Yes,、uh, Pakistan and India. They joined it in 2017. To in Astana uh, summit, uh, SCO was signed a special document about joining this organization.、Uh, last year it was summit of India. Had the India first time had the presidency, and in Delhi it was summit of SCO. This year in Delhi it was summit online, but nevertheless it was important steps. And、uh, for example, how it is effect effectively working a, a regional anti-terroristic structure? I can say that from this time in Central Asia we had no anti-terroristic acts, and it was possible by establish mutual trust, mutual respect 
uh, between countries, Central Asian countries. It was, ACO played an important role on developing situation in our countries in stable and uh, sustainable way. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that uh, at least a part of the mission or probably the major mission of this organization is to fight this uh, you know, so-called three-ism, let's say, you know, terrorism, separatism and extremism. Uh, is that remaining, remain, does that remain, you know, this major mission of the SEO? Yes, certainly. As I told you at <coughs> the beginning, that uh, organization was established, first of all, and rise at the threat uh, to stability and security of Central Asian countries and neighboring the, the same time we in China or in Russia, the big, two big powers, members of SEO. But uh, what I can say is, uh, there, first of all, we should understand the nature of ACO. ACO is not military political bloc. It is sometimes in some uh, 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 nar narrative in some <laughs> mass media, the anti-Western yeah. or anti-NATO, not. Uh, right. I was planning to, you know, to have you to talk about that because uh, um, a lot of people, in particular people out of this region, you know, they have some misunderstanding or lack of understanding of SCO. Yes, yes. It is misunderstanding because there is, uh, in SCO, there is not uh, any uh, supernational structure, for example. Yes, there is uh, each member state joined to SCO on voluntary base. And decision-making, nevertheless, there were two big powers. Now India joined its third big powers with nuclear arms. There is decision made on the base of consensus. Nevertheless, there is your big, your territory, your economy or population. The small countries like Central Asian, Tajikistan or Kyrgyzstan, all have the equal right. No one decision will be taken without consensus. That's why this organization played an important role for <coughs> respecting the sovereignty, territorial integrity, and uh, non-interference internal affairs of countries. It is main principles, and Shanghai Spirit, such name it, which is outlined the principles of uh, organization. It is mutual trust, mutual respect, and mutual development. It is important, and regardless, certainly, we understand today there is if not security, you have not economic development. If you have not economic development, you have not security. It, it is interconnected to each other. We see it is or in, in any part of the world. That's why this uh, main one focus, it is uh, on the integrity, economic integrity. And you rightly said the three evils, terrorism, extremism, separatism, from the beginning was out outlined in main documents of SEO. The Charter of SEO, which is adopted in 2002, where is uh, outlined that the countries will join efforts for against this evil. And such uh, activity based on f uh, uh, following the main principle of international law and respecting the United Nations, uh, all the uh, adopted in framework of this organization, all documents, it allowed to uh, our countries uh, to obtain some sustainability. It is uh, in time of coronavirus, certainly. It was a serious challenge for our organization. When we face it, then in some isolation in some countries or protectionism in some part of the world, in Central Asia, they focus it on sharing experience, sharing and, and uh, assistance to each other for strengthening the capacity of our countries. And today we know that 
uh, it is serious uh, threat to humanity in, uh, in spreading infection. A million people every year infected by infection and every day dying 50,000 men. Uh, that's why the issue in this way played because the China, India, for example, mostly China supported by vaccine to uh, Central Asian countries and others. Uh, and that's why SEO became attractive for many countries in, for, from Middle East and South East Asia. Uh -huh. mm. Probably we'll just focus a little bit on, you know, earlier you mentioned about the security issue right here, uh, the fighting in particular uh, against the terrorism. Uh, we know that here, you know, the Central Asian nations, uh, and then we have Afghanistan there. Uh, currently, Afghanistan, uh, the government is not officially recognized by other countries as uh, legitimate, uh, the ruler, the ruling class there. But still, there are engagement, uh, you know, now and then with the government. Uh, what about the, this, uh, let's say, uh, the lack of a complete stability or security issue in that country? <coughs> is there any spillover effects? Is there any concern uh, for other regional countries? Yes, certainly. We, uh President Uzbekistan Shaukat Mirziyoyev elected in 2017, beginning his uh, jobs as a president, he first announced that Afghanistan is a part of Central Asia, geographically, historically, ethnically. It is part of Central Asia. And that's why we try to integrate Afghanistan to our economy of region. And Uzbekistan, it is only country which constructed railroad from Termez on body to Mazari Sharif. The trillion, perhaps, dollars was spent during the last decades for stability in these countries by other countries, but uh, practically made feasible work made by Uzbekistan. And that's why we and they are leaving uh, several million Uzbek on their body. There's Tajik and, and the Turkmen neighboring uh, nations. And that's why we are focused stability and security in Afghanistan. It is main factor for stability in Central Asia. Certainly, Taliban came to the power by decision of big powers. I think, yes, it, <laughs> it is reality. It is not our decision. And we certainly uh, cooperating with uh, Taliban, this government, because we should. And uh, for example, uh, before Taliban, we could, we could not transport, our tracks could not deliver goods to Pakistan or India. We now through Tajik, uh, Afghan territory transporting. And at the same time, we, uh, the president of Uzbekistan, uh, initiated some project for construction railroad from Termez on our body through to uh, Maziri Sharif, uh, Kabul Peshawar. If this railroad will be constructed, so this country will have access to the economy will rise 50 percent. We now uh, witnessing in uh, Afghan civil war 40 years. In, from Soviet time, when Uzbek were involved in Soviet army to go to Afghanistan and to participate in fighting. From this time, we know this their uh, situation when one generation grow up, which grow up in time of war, they not they know the civil life of theirs. The the problem of Afghanistan that there is the economy very poor, and nevertheless, so many invested in previous time, but uh, feasible not filling. But drug became the main resources of financing terrorism and extremistic activity. And uh, but at the same time, alternative to drug, no one proposed during this last international involvement, community involvement in Afghanistan. And uh, European Union, NATO, there were the others. There were not alternative for uh, replacing. 
And what do we see in Taliban? Taliban, when will come to power, say, uh, began to strongly fight against corruption. For example, on board the Termes Khairaton, where transported we, every year six million, more than uh, six or eight million tons transported through Termes Mazari Sharif Railroad. Mm -hmm. The Afghan transporting goods to European Union and other middle, uh, other countries, uh, and CIS countries, but they rise at income from tax, uh, uh, custom fee several times. So previous time, previous regime uh, not gives attention to the corruption and the Taliban. They nevertheless, their money is freezing. More than $8 billion, they surviving and uh, developing their economy. And what is uh, ch uh, certainly, we wanted each 40 years peace and stability in Afghanistan. And now they come to this, they're establishing, and they began to construct Canal Kushtepa on Afghanistan. This from Amudarya River. Mm -hmm. It is Central Asia supplied by water to Amudarya and Sirdarya. The Uzbekistan, uh, the main consumer of water, because the population of Uzbekistan, the biggest in the region, 36 million. We have 4 million hectares of land and all these agricultural products could be produced only by irrigation. And, but they now uh, construction 250 kilometers long, 100 meters wide, and 10 meters deeper. It will take 15 billion cubic meters of water. What we should do? We should fight with them? No, certainly. <laughs> but they would like to develop 600,000 hectares of land for agriculture. It is really steps for, I think, the, nevertheless, it is painful for us because we know the president of Uzbekistan last week made a special session where discussed how we should adjust the situation and how we should rationally use the water resources by uh, developing drip system in uh, uh, agriculture and at the same time uh, canals which transported water to make beton their shore. But problem in Afghanistan, they going these canals through desert area and 30% of water will be lost. It is a serious mm -hmm. challenge. That's why we in cooperation with Afghan side uh, to support them to find solutions to these issues. And last year in the Uzbekistan in July made a conference, uh, Afghanistan Security and Economic Development by participation the representative all countries who have their special representative on Afghanistan gathered in uh, Tashkent where discussed the way how we can bring the peace stability and first time delegation of Taliban headed by Mr. Mutaki participated in this conference where certainly all side delivered to Afghan side they, sh they should fulfill Doha agreement the obligation which they take first of all, uh, not allowing any terroristic organization to threaten neighboring countries. And second, certainly it is uh, they protecting the human rights, women's rights and rights of girls. Uzbekistan, by establishing such partnership with the Taliban, could possible to convince them to allow the in northern part of Afghanistan to go to, go to school. Mm -hmm. They, the Afghan side, see the feasible support from Uzbekistan. We, through this railroad, delivering the humanitarian goods. We are 10,000, maybe more goods we're delivering during year to Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we establish it on border area, special training center, where 300 young men and girls from Afghan side, we're training them for 16 professions. At the same time, we made this free trade zone, 2,000 hectares of land, where the Afghan uh, business people can come without visa, 
not demanded visa. They are established special infrastructure for developing their uh, business and, they, uh, and they take the goods uh, to their country or sell anywhere mm -hmm. and to make uh, uh, develop it. Because we should support Afghanistan to develop their economy. I, uh, I had there with Mustaki, Mr. Mustaki, perhaps two hour talks. One hour when we had this such meeting uh, by two sides. Second, in uh, lunchtime, I not joined it to our old delegation lunch, but joined it to Taliban. I explained it to him, look, you will be the richest country in the world because you have the three trillion dollar mineral reserves. They are reserves of lithium more than in some Latin American countries. Mm -hmm which is big in demand. It seems, Mr. Norov, you know, you are, can I say, you are supporting uh, like engagement or cautious engagement with uh, the government of uh, Afghanistan. At the same time, you are also stressing the importance of development as a, as a means probably to resolve this um, uh, security uh, yeah. situation. I think that it should be with the world community. We should be realistic. I remember Taliban in 95 when they killed Iranian diplomats in Mazari Sharif. Yes, it, it, it was time, yes. Uh, but now it's Taliban, it was 30 years old they, in time, 30, 35, the brutal fighters. Today this became 50, 60 years old. I, I, there's some evolution of Taliban. It is, yes, they would like to peace stability in their country, they would like to manage on the base of their tradition. We should respect them. We should respect their willingness. The, why SEO is attractive? For example, in Samarkand Summit uh, last year, uh, year, they are joined to SEO as a partners of dialogue, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, uh, Maldives, and uh, United Arab Emirates, for example. Yeah? Why? Because they see that in this organization, first of all, respecting your sovereignty, territorial integrity, and not interference in your internal affairs. It is main principles. Yeah. We're not interference. That, uh, par, uh, in the same Afghanistan, we, if uh, here is all uh, think tanks and military men every day looking to the world news, the uh, last month, the Afghanistan, there are no one case of terrorist attacks. Which we witness it perhaps. Yeah, there it is. Yes, they they uh, take steps for fighting against it. Yes, their uh, approach for us, neighboring Central Asian countries, which developing on democracy way and more open. There we witnessing that they taking such uh, way, maybe not compliance with our view of, but nevertheless they doing because there is uh, not state structure working during 40 years. Nevertheless, it was government uh, of Ashraf Ghani or others, but they not work at well. Where these 300 security services uh, which were trained during uh, their disappeared immediately during one day after Ashraf Ghani ran away. That's why uh, I think that we should engage with Taliban, we should work, we should influence to them. When I talk to that Mutaki about that you should have, uh, take steps, follow, yes, you would like to, by Sharia law. Yes, we see the United Arab Emirates is the Sharia law or Qatar or Bahrain, but it is uh, 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 developing where, where they, uh, every country would like to uh, develop partnership with this, this country. Saudi Arabia now showing example as they liberalizing and developing. I said you can follow their way. Mm -hmm. Yes, the, the women rights and we see as in government of Emirate or CIS uh, 
Saudi Arabia as a woman very active there in the in state affairs, public affairs. That's why we should be pragmatic, we should look this seriously. When I talked to him, he was, he was followed by former commanders, but now they in government. And he said this, this man said the right way to us. Yes, I said yes, because we uh, Central Asian countries, uh, if we're looking uh, years previous uh, time, we had mine between our neighboring country, uh, Tajikistan. We 20 years had not contact uh, with our neighboring countries. We self-isolated Uzbekistan, nevertheless with the core of Central Asia, but this policy not working. Mm -hmm. And President Shavkat Mirziyaev, when he came, he said all issues, all problems, we should resolve on mutual <coughs> uh, compromise, by uh, reasonable compromise and by taking interest of all sides. It is working, and now with Central Asia, economically developing, it became more attractive for investing. And uh, for example, every day, Uzbek-Tajik border trans, uh, crossing 20,000 people. And we had the problem with transborder river. We had strongly state against construction by our neighboring countries, Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan, any trans, uh, hydropower station on transborder rivers. But now we engage it. We're constructing this, uh, participating in construction of this hydropower station, and it rises mutual trust and mutual uh, such uh, respect between neighboring countries. The same, I think, this should be with Afghanistan. We should go by this way. Ideas matter. Ideas matter. This is dialogue. Uh, Mr. Norov, you, are, uh, you seem uh, to be talking about this uh, very encouraging development of the regional countries in the inside SU to work together uh, for the benefits of, uh, you know, in the spirit, I would say, the win-win spirit. Yeah. And uh, that reminds me of this uh, uh, much talked about, you know, um, this China, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, this real way. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Thank you. It is, uh I, I could say that uh, One Belt, One Road initiative was announced by President Xi Jinping in 2013 in Astana. This year, it is 10 years of this uh, uh, initiative. But this initiative rises on, I think, my, it is opinion that it is rising on the base of experience with which China, leadership of China could accumulate by the activity of Shanghai Cooperation. When these principles, mutual trust, mutual respect, mutual benefit, mutual construction, give some positive impact, that's why it was initiative. But this initiative has a deep historical roots. It's a great Silk Road. If we're looking to the history of Great Silk Road, there's uh, not only China developed by Central Asia, Bukhara, Samarkand, Mavros, the cities which this uh, made flourish it. It is, should be not forget it. Today, uh, tomorrow, I will participate in session for security of artificial intelligence. But artificial intelligence, all of them today, rise it on the base of algorithm. Without algorithm, the many things I worked in Europe as ambassador, I trained my colleagues there, uh, educated that algorithm, it is not Latin words. It is the name of our ancestor, Al-Kharizmi. Al-Kharizmus, Algorithmus. He is a, wrote the book of algebra. He introduced the number zero in 10th century, and his book was translated in 12th in Latin, and then Europe uh, recognized by them the many uh, such knowledge, and it is algebra we're now studying mm -hmm. in all parts of the world. But at the same time, <coughs> it, is, should be, it was time when Silk Road through this road transmitted. But we should not forget, today internet plays an important role for globalization and developing 
by sharing information, share knowledge. It's so, like the digitalization of the economy. Yes, yes, now, but we should not forget that paper, Samarkand paper, played the same role in the 8th century, but this paper came from China. It is Chinese, but this, and it was time when many, when in Europe was Inquisitia, when uh, in the Arab Caliphate in this time, Islamic Caliphate, the many Aristotle, Platon, Euclid, and many uh, Greek scientist book was translated in the uh, Arabic language. And then it was time when they uh, used uh, skin of animals. When Arab Caliphate came to Central Asia, they brought the Quran written on the animal skin by the Samarkand paper, give impetus for spreading this knowledge. That's why uh, Algorithm, Abu Ali ibn Sina, Avicenna in medicine are great names. So this memory, historical memory, very strong in Central Asian countries, mostly in Uzbekistan, in our generation, and uh, uh, Uzbekistan in this time in, uh, played the role for developing the Islamic as a civilization, the first uh, uh, and the same time Renaissance, first Renaissance and second Renaissance now. And that's why uh, we uh, talking when about this railroad, uh, which you mentioned, it is, it is important to us. Central Asia landlocked country, Uzbekistan, double landlocked. It is two countries in the world, Liechtenstein and Uzbekistan. Sometimes in the goods which we exporting or importing, 60% of price, it is the price of transporting. That's why uh, China, uh, uh, Central Asia for China, one of the main uh, uh, route for transporting the goods to Europe and back. For example, last uh, decades, ten, uh, ten, ten, perhaps 10 times rise at uh, transporting the, by railroad the goods to Europe uh, uh, from 1,700 trains to 90,000 trains now per year transported. 80% of these goods transported through Central Asia, mostly through Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. But today, this uh, Kyrgyzstan, uh, China, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, very important route for uh, connecting, first of all, China with Central Asia, but with the Euro, Middle East. We see as the Middle Eastern countries, is, the economy is growing and the now is more prospective. For example, now the uh, Saudi Arabia company, Aqua Power, and U, uh, Arab, United Arab Emirates, Monstar, I think, uh, they are now engaged in multi-billion dollar project in Uzbekistan. So connections through road. If Chinese saying, if you would like to be rich, you construct the road. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, and lastly, of course, uh, um, we know that, uh, you know, for example, BRICS group, you know, they expanded uh, to include uh, uh, many more countries. And then we are seeing the list of countries uh, waiting to join the SCO. Uh, what's the next stage of the development of SCO? So in the <coughs> Samarkand uh, summit last year, it was signed a special document about joining Iran. Iran, from 2003, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they became the uh, observer of SU, and now they join it to SU, and they, in India, the uh, final uh, decision made, and in uh, Iran now, full-fledged member of SU. Now, Belarus. Thank you for speaking with us. With that, we come to the end for today's discussion. You can also find us on the CGTN app on YouTube. I'm Xu Qinduo. Thanks for being with us. See you next time.